and Luke. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Man, I just figured that this might, might help you in the final hour of the show. It's like they wrote this song for the purposes of a rejoin. Like they worked it in there. There's no doubt about it right now. This will get you fired up a little bit right here. We're going to have Metallica Mondays, based audience. That's what we're going to have. I know everybody's had it. It's radio, so what? I like Rip everybody off. I like the idea of implementing a bunch of stuff when Aaron's not here, and then when she comes back, she's like, what'd you guys yeah, do to the right. show? You know what? Well, you know, you what? know what? I love that. We should, the first this day she's what back. we got to do, Metallica Monday. But, we, but yeah, that'll be a Metallica Monday when she comes back. We should act like a bunch of stuff has changed. <laughs> you guys got to stop playing hard rock entirely just in That's true. <laughs> Michael Bolton Mondays. Just something super soft and sweet. We'll say, we'll say Wolf started doing yoga, and he really meditated, and he yeah. now listens to... She's not going to yeah, believe no, that. You know, no, that's not going to work right yeah. there. But seriously. Oh, yeah. Wait, while you're gone, <laughs> I love this idea. Can you imagine? She will be out of her mind. we got to come up with a list of like um, eight things we want to try and put in there. No, Wolf needs day. to drive the first show back. Oh, just yeah. switch seats. Okay, Wolf, Wolf discovered so he likes driving when, since you were gone. And here you know, we go. Honestly, that's a great idea. <laughs> except I'm not driving. Does she come back on I'll April Fool's the, Day, what if, what if I just sit in the driver's seat over there yeah. and you just continue to drive? She'll be like, um, what are you guys doing? Yeah, like she will not what, be what you, happy with that. What do you mean? What, what are you talking about? Yeah. We, we, this we is, change. This seats. is how we do things this now. Is, yeah, right. <laughs> you weren't here. Too bad. You had zero say. Yeah, this is what happens when you're gone. Talaka, she doesn't. Monday. She doesn't come back um, on April Fools because that's a Saturday. But okay. it's you know just a couple days before. So <laughs> she she set this up. It's nothing. Yes. it's not our fault. Right. If you leave the kids at home and they're going to mess things up, that's on you. Um, <laughs> did you see? I know you did because you and I already talked about this off the air, but I'm going to pretend that you haven't. Hey, Wolf, did you see that story out there that the Raiders are still interested in drafting a quarterback? I sure did. Well, what do you think that does? <laughs> they pick seventh. So, okay, so this is really interesting right now because, you know, draft subterfuge is something I absolutely love. Trust nobody at this point. Nobody. After the combine, it's the draft subterfuge window is open from the combine, the end of the combine, to the draft. Until the draft is, obviously, day three. It's until the draft is over. So I absolutely love this time of year. Because why? Why in the world would the Raiders let you know what they're thinking, Loke? Oh, yeah. Hold on. I have to get into this mindset. So what they're saying, they're saying for a reason. So what do they want that reason to be? Yes. Now, see, this one's a little bit tougher because when when I saw that and the quote was via The Athletic, it was um, it was Josh McDaniels said, if we feel like the guy is worth it, we would do it. He's a really good player at the most important position in football. And so it's making your quarterback room stronger or a strength of your team a bad thing. In our opinion, it's not, unquote. Thanks, Josh. Okay. <laughs> is making your quarterback room better? In our opinion, it's not. So he's talking about moving up. Well, he's moving talking up. about drafting a quarterback. Oh, okay. I don't think he specifically said moving up. Oh, okay. I thought it was. I thought that's where, okay, that's fine, drafting a They're quarterback. They're tied together. Okay, that's great. So, in other words, you're in the market for a quarterback. 
<laughs> but you're willing to let that quarterback, I don't know, Will Levis just fall to you? Is that what you're saying? No, and, and that's where you're right. If you're willing, if you're looking at drafting a quarterback, you're moving up. If you want to get well, the one you want. If, if, if you love one of those top three quarterbacks, Anthony Richardson, if you love one of those guys and you want to move up and you think, you know, nobody's talking about this guy. Nobody's talking about Anthony Richardson. Nobody's talking about him. They're all talking about Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud and how they're the best. We love this guy, right? Mm-hmm. See, that that's where you are in the danger zone if you're the Raiders. Because you want to move up to number three and take your guy. Can you get to number three? How ridiculous is draft night going to get if Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud aren't the first two picks and the Cardinals still have their pick at three? Whoa. And it's like, oh, by the way, C.J. Stroud is still on the board at three. I mean, you're going to be able to you're be able to get whatever you want, but you got about what, ten minutes to do it. Yeah, but t- will you get whatever you want? What if Will Anderson is suddenly taken at number one? Well, yeah, no, that would I wouldn't be cool with that. I, but I was saying more so, like, what if Carolina is crazy about Anthony Richardson, or what if Houston oh, I, quietly is? I see is? what you're saying. So, okay, so what if it goes Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, and all of a sudden C.J. Stroud or whatever C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson is probably actually more likely, and Bryce Young's still there at three. And you're the Cardinals. You're like, I'll take all your calls, but you got five minutes to do it. Yeah. Once again, though, let's go back to the Raiders. Why? Why? Why are they saying this right now? I would think it helps the Cardinals. I don't know how it helps the Raiders. How does it help the Raiders to send the signals out there that you know what? We might be willing to be players in this quarterback draft. We might. We might, Rabbit. We might. Right? <laughs> you know. I, I mean. I'm sorry. You just can't say it unless you. <laughs> But you get my point, This right? feels like a Friday show. It does. It's kind of cool that <laughs> it feels so wide open. But this is, why would the Raiders want other teams to know that, you know what, we might be players. We might be players in this. So before you cut a deal with somebody else, you might want to contact Make us. Make sure you call us. As well. You might want to do that. Okay, we, we might actually put some feelers out there, but you might want to run something by us, depending on which guy is there at number three. This is, this is the interesting part. Do the Arizona Cardinals hang on to number three until the draft? Do you hang? Do you have the circumference to hang on to number three on draft day leading up to it? Because that's where the ultimate pressure point is going to be. Draft day or draft night? I'm talking about draft day. Because draft you, draft day, I'm okay with. Draft night, you are. What if your phone doesn't have good reception during the ten minutes when you're on the clock or whatever? There's there's just a lot of people that will say, "Hey, listen, you know what? You're going to go there and no, you're going to pick somebody at number three. Or you're going to make a trade, and you know it's not going to be as good as what I'm offering you right now. But we ain't. We need clarity. We need clarity right now. We're not going to wait until we're, we're leading up to the actual pick. We're not doing it, Monty. I'm just telling you right now, we're not doing it. Don't call me. You hang the phone up, right? And then, what does Monty do? It's like that scene from Moneyball. Do, do you believe what this general manager just yelled at you? Do you believe it or just go, no, he'll be back tomorrow 
He'll be back an hour before the draft. As a general rule, unless that general manager goes and gets a quarterback, he'll be back. If you if you are desperate for a quarterback, saying, you'll man, come back. I'm just saying it is it is a high stakes game of chicken. Draft subterfuge. I I just think the Raiders went ahead and made an announcement and said, we might be players in this whole quarterback thing you guys got going on here. The real question is, would you be willing to drop down to seven if you're the Cardinals? Because you're not getting Will Anderson at seven. You're not getting Will Anderson at seven. What else are you going to give me? You know, you're going to drop yeah. down to seven. You, yeah, you're going to have to um, give me more than the Colts. Maybe would. Tyree Wilson is still there. The kid from Texas Tech probably is. Maybe you're going to drop down. Okay, that you you better get a bucket load. A bucket load. Well, you figure if the Raiders in that scenario were moving up, you figure four quarterbacks are going to go in the first six picks at that point. Unless the Colts then were just like, screw this, and they trade out and they get Lamar Jackson or whatever. Let's just admit the fact that we're all hoping the Indianapolis Colts are as desperate as I think they are. <laughs> yes, we are. Well, I'm, I, absolutely. I did not want you to be right about the BPI. I absolutely <laughs> want you to be right about this. Uh, it's your last shot to participate in the madness. Text Nobody Bucks. was right about any of the tournament. Well, yeah, but the important thing is that you also weren't right. <laughs> Text Bucks to 62620 and choose from the last four teams for your chance to win $250. That's Bucks to 62620. It's the Arizona Sports Bracket Bucks presented by Santan Ford and Schwartz Laser Eye Center. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we will talk D-backs this time. Last time we did that, there was the semi-breaking news on KD. We're talking D-backs when we come back. Expectations are growing for this team. They are winning their spring training game right now. That's not why expectations are growing. But um, where are your concerns with this team? That's next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. And Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, we got uh, D-backs playing the Cubs right now. Can you hear anything, Wolf, or am I just talking to myself? Yeah, no, I'm... I can hear you. Oh, good. Okay. I'm just hearing beeping. This feels like I'm... Oh, is that seriously? Yes. Oh, you're all messed or, up. Or are there. you just beeping over there? I don't no, know. No, I'm not beeping okay. at all, but Luke has got some type of beeping going on. Yeah, I think on I fixed it by head. just shaking the thing. It's no, it's a, not going on in my head. It's kind of a problem. Head. Just whack it. Remember when your dad <laughs> used to do that all the time, Basinonians? Your dad, he'd work the rabbit ears on the television. Remember that? Yes. Not me. Not that... No, it works. Not that I've ever done No, that. I never would you have done that. No. Um, yeah, D-backs up on the Guardians, one nothing in the top of the third inning, but it is distracting every time you look up and see Corbin Carroll on base. <laughs> I laughed at you earlier in the in the the show because when we were out at spring training a couple weeks ago, you turned your back. We were sitting in, in yeah. left field, and you purposely turned your back away from the field so that you weren't distracted by the game. It and now was. I I. I like right now, they're playing the Cleveland's. It's not that distracting, except when Corbin Carroll gets on base, and I'm assuming that's going to probably be a trend for this whole season. Of like, all right, bigger bases, rules that would uh, you would think would help runners steal bases, and the D backs might have the fastest player in baseball. 
It's going to be fun. Yeah, you know, again, um, you got a team that puts the ball in play. And anytime I hear that, anytime I, I think of a team that puts the ball in play and has the kind of speed the Diamondbacks have, I think of manufacturing runs. Do you not think of manufacturing runs? Yes. And I think this is what they're going to I'm not saying they don't have any pop. They do, but they're, the pop is more question marks than anything else. Isn't that right, Corbin Carroll? So let's play this game, okay? Um, this is just a game for me. Okay. Because I, I checked my... Uh, you see me just... I, I waved I just off engineering. Right yeah, exactly. Because I fixed it myself. Right. The ringing in your ears? Yeah. No, it's, it wasn't in my ears. Um, whatever it was, you were talking about, there was some kind, type of song. Look at that. I felt like a picture there for a second, just waving off the engineer. Okay, great. Um, this is the game for me. Have you filled out your uh, roundtable questions for the website yet? No, I have not. Did you see them in no. your email? Okay, when, yeah, that, when, so, so when, I win my game. When? <laughs> I don't know. Some time in the last 24 hours. I haven't uh, answered mine yet either. Are you serious right yes. now? Oh, man. Okay. I'm answering mine after the, the show. Well, yeah. But well, let's let's work together on one of our answers right now, okay? Okay, one of sounds the, good. One of the questions, I hope I'm not giving anything away, but if I am, oh well, um, is how many wins you have for this team this season. Oh, no, okay. Here it is. I'm going with a solid... 81. I'm going 81. Going 81. Oh, stop. 81. I know that's high. I don't care. I'm going 81. You know what? I got my reasons. Um... Let me think about this. I want to. I want to go higher. I want to go higher. I just don't know if I can. That's the beauty of picking 81. It is. You know what I'm going to do? Luke said 81. 82. (sighs) Price is right at me again. Well, you know what? I... I think Luke is a little uh, pessimistic uh, on the season. Nobody else I'm has them winning 81 games. I'm going games. to go a little bit more optimistic. This I'm is going what you 82. did. You remember how last year played out? I said 74, you said 75. Yeah. I, and it was 74. Uh, and you know what I got for that? Nothing, nothing at all. You got nothing but a pat on the back. And a sting by a bee. You know, um... I do, honestly, there's a lot that could go wrong with the Diamondbacks. There is. There, there is. There's a lot that could go wrong, and you could see a chain reaction that could be set off that just isn't good. Like the rotation struggling, and suddenly, because their rotation is struggling, their their bullpen has to eat a lot of innings. And because they're eating a lot of innings and got a lot of young guys, maybe they're behind in, you. You just see it. It could set off a chain reaction that could be really, really bad. Um, a lot of young guys pressing at the plate. Isn't that right, Gabriel Moreno? A lot of guys pressing to go out and do their job because they've got new responsibility. Isn't that right, Corbin Carroll? I, I you know, if there's a there, there is a formula here for the Diamondbacks that is really bad, or it could be really, really good. <laughs> and that's the thing. The thing is, yeah, the, the ceiling for the first time in a while, the ceiling is unknown. <laughs> and they could just go crazy and win 86. Like, I don't think they're going to, but they could. That's that's in play. But what you just said about the bullpen and the starting rotation, we all feel great about Zach Gallen. We all feel good about Merrill Kelly. Yeah. After that, I don't know what to think. Now, here's Tori Lovello before their uh, Cactus League game yesterday. Uh, that He was asked if he knows who the high leverage relievers are already. 
Not entirely. I think we have a couple moving parts down there right now. Um, I just want to see a couple more outings, a couple more games, another outing or two. Um, but I, I think you guys can figure out who's who and how how they were brought in here. Uh, that's obviously my starting point. But it'll it'll be very fluid um, over over the you know, first couple weeks of the season. I want people to adjust to the new role um, and earn things and go out there and make good things happen every single night. <laughs> I think they're, they're over under on FanDuel 75 and a half. Okay, there it is. I, I, I'll tell you this. I, I like them going over 75 and a half for a Me couple too. reasons. Go ahead. Right? First of all, make the wager. All right, no, I'm not doing that, but, but I'll give you my reasons. Look, put your money where your mouth is. No, literally. That seems like a bad idea for me. Okay. Uh, 74 wins last year. Now, I know you don't just automatically get better each year. Yeah. But 74, <laughs> 74 uh, wins last year. You figure Corbin Carroll is going to play more than 32 games. Yes. Alec Thomas, I would assume, is going. Most of Alec Thomas, Jake McCarthy, Gabriel Moreno, who is here now, you figure at least two of these four guys is going to get better. But the other thing, and I'll keep coming back to this because I, I do think this makes a difference. Luis Gonzalez brought it up when we had him on last week. You normally were used to playing teams in the NL West 19 times each. Yeah. 38 games against the Padres and Dodgers. Yes, right. It's 13 games now. Okay, it went from 19 to 13. So just those two teams, because I think it matters more in this division. Instead of 38 games against the Dodgers and Padres, you're playing 26 against the Dodgers and Padres. That, to me, is worth at least a win or two. Yeah. And on top of the fact that the team should just naturally be better anyway because they're a younger team. Getting better, plus the rule changes that in a lot of ways should help, if anything. I don't no. think they're going to hurt the Diamondbacks. If anything, they're going to help them. Wow. Okay. Um, 19 to 13 right there. Don't get me started on the number. 13. Don't get me. I, 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 I wonder. No, I've got to uh, focus. Okay. I've got to focus right now. Um, I honestly think that this team has got so many question marks. It, it's it, You could be under 75. You could. You could you be absolutely under could. 75. And the easy path to that is Zach Gallon so, getting hurt. You'd yeah, be under well, 75. Even if he's healthy. I'm just assuming everyone's healthy. Okay. You've got a lot of young guys that you're counting on. Starting with behind the plate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Again, it's not like Gabriel Moreno has uh, 400 at-bats. At the major league level, he does not. Um, you you've got a lot of guys, but I cannot stress this enough. They are really talented guys. <laughs> and anytime you get that as a young guy trying to make your way, your rookie year, trying to make your way, trying to do, show everybody in the baseball universe that you belong. Man, sometimes that can focus you in such a way and focus all of that talent in such a way that you turn into an exclamation point. And this is this is the thing about this team that fascinates me. I've talked about this every time we've talked about the Diamondbacks, but it is question one. It is. How many games are they going to win? You can't answer that question. You can't. You can only guess. And they have so many young guys that could be exclamation points as opposed to periods or end of sentence, so to speak.
Did you just give us a punctuation lesson on the I, I'm Tuesday? I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I, I love the analogy of punctuation, of looking at it. The question marks, when you see a question mark in your head, based on these, right? What do you think of? Super Mario Brothers. Su- Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I think. Really, really good. And then I think of coins. That's good by you, and then coins. But again, it's just darkness. It's cloudy. It's what? It's a question. It's not good. It doesn't fill you with confidence when you think of a question mark. Then you think of a period. Okay, that's that's at least definitive. And then you think of an exclamation point. Oh, my goodness. That's the end with meaning. The Diamondbacks go down each one of these roster players, each one of these guys on the roster. Put a question mark next to them. Guys, you really don't know a lot about. There's a lot. Yeah. Um, we'll get more into this because I do want to go through the lineup. We'll do this tomorrow or I guess we have to do it tomorrow because opening day is Thursday. But I, I think it's a good conversation. That's great. Uh, look at this producing tomorrow's show today. That's right. The question mark. <laughs> it feels like a weird slogan for a business. Uh, all right. <laughs> when we come back. Well, first of all, text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Uh, when we come back, we'll get back into the Suns and their win last night and what it potentially means going forward for this team. Kevin Durant, according to Shams, is playing tomorrow. So don't don't get uh, dissuaded by Monty Williams' tone after the game last night. That's next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke punctuation. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. Okay. Stop me if you've heard this before. Stop. Except you. You can't stop me. Nobody else will I be able to hear in time. Um, This is Sham Sharani. Okay. Uh, Shams. Shams tweeted this out uh, an hour and a half ago. Uh, actually, he's tweeted a lot since then. About an hour and a half ago, Shams tweets out, after missing 10 games with a sprain... Well, he's tweeting about Alex Rodriguez. Okay. I didn't expect that. Okay. He's just throwing yeah, me off. I know. Here. I just... Shams is breaking, he's breaking all all news and all sports now. Is that what's happening? Yes. Uh, after missing 10 games with a sprained ankle, Phoenix Suns All-NBA star Kevin Durant will make his return Wednesday versus the Minnesota Timberwolves, barring setback league sources tell The Athletic and Stadium. <laughs> a lot of disclaimers on there, barring yeah. setback. Okay, so here we go. Kevin Durant is on track for tomorrow night. Ron Wolfley... Reporting. <laughs> I, I just could, can you said report? Shams reported. Well, I, of course, Shams reported it. Oh, yeah, you can just steal it. It's 2023 uh, on the I'm, internet. I'm just saying right now, I mean, he's reporting. Yeah. I never report. When no, but you often say you do. Okay, exactly right now. Um, this is this is huge, obviously. We're finally going to get to see Kevin Durant at Footprint Center. I'm going to see him play a game. And... Hopefully, this is going to be seven games in a row that he'll play. Wouldn't you love to see him play all seven games, yes. right? Yeah, there's a there's a back-to-back in there right? Um, against Denver and the Lakers. 
I mean, I don't. I want to see him play. Yeah, I do I too. I want to see him play. I don't know that they look at KD and they're like, oh, he's going to wear down if he plays it back to back. He really hasn't played much in the second half of the season, not just for the Suns. He wasn't playing for Brooklyn either. Yeah, I know. So this maybe they need the back to back. We're all excited, not for Kevin Durant as much as for everyone else around him. Get these rotations squared away. They've got to answer some of the questions that are swirling around this team before they go into the postseason, I think. It's still going to be dicey. Seven games is not a a large sample size by any stretch of the imagination. No, it isn't. And what you just said... I obviously agree with because I've said it too of, you know, it's it's the guys around KD. It's Monty Williams getting all the information and knowing where to put the different pieces of the puzzle when the playoffs start. The, the regular season ends for the Suns in a week and a half. It's a week from this Sunday. The, the regular season's over. So he doesn't have a whole lot of time. But I will say this about Kevin Durant since you brought up the, the back-to-back in there too. He's played three basketball games since January 8th. He probably wants to just play some basketball, too. Three games in almost three months. What are you saying? You think he's going to be hungry? Is that what you're saying? I, I'm just saying I don't know that a back-to-back is necessarily like, oh, we got to rest KD. He's played three games in two and a half months. I don't know that he needs to rest. <laughs> yeah. I say, let's callous KD. How about that? <laughs> Somebody make a sign right now. Callous KD. Do you have to spell it with a K? Uh, yes. Okay. All yes, right. callous KD. Well, if I you see that, that sign, right. you'll know Wolf showed up to the game tomorrow. Okay, good. Um, I just cannot wait to see the impact, once again, that Kevin Durant is going to have on this team. We've got a three-game sample size right now. Let's hope that it gives them an awful lot of juice going into the postseason. But it starts tomorrow night. Here's Devin Booker uh, after last night's win over Utah. Yeah, I think it's good timing. Um, playoffs are right around the corner, so you know it's a good time to be full strength. Um, we obviously have some kids to work out, and you can only do that by you know experience playing with each other. And you know our first three games together went really well, and, and I'm excited to get back to that. Yeah, first three games did go really well. I mean, Charlotte, okay, big deal. Chicago, okay, big deal. Dallas, yes, I know that they're a mess right now, but <laughs> they managed to uh, to get Luca somehow to get that re- that technical foul rescinded, and that seemed to help last night. They weren't playing a great team, um, but they weren't a mess when they played the Suns on that Sunday. They had Kyrie and they had Luca, and they ended up being a good game. So you get KD back. You get to see what it does potentially for Devin Booker, who has just gone off now for the last few weeks. With or without Kevin Durant, Devin Booker has been going off. Yeah. We actually get to play Kevin or Devin tomorrow. Kevin Do you even remember that game? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been weeks. Who's going to score more points, Kevin or Devin? Yeah. Okay. I, gotta, I can't start, wait to, start do to that. lock your answers in. Yeah, I got to yeah. think about that. I, I'm so distracted. What, yeah, what's going on over there? You're like looking. You're not even looking out the window. I don't know what you're looking at. I'm so distracted because you mentioned the Dallas Mavericks right now and the train wreck that the Dallas Mavericks are. All right, we can go down and, this you path. Know, I, no, I seriously, I know there's a lot of people out there with the you know the superstition and you know it's bad karma. Knock it off, dudes. Okay, just knock it off. It is not. Um, there is no such thing. Okay, no, I don't even. Um, I don't even know what you're going to say, and I'm uncomfortable. Yet, yet at the same time, you know, <laughs> seeing the Dallas Mavericks struggle and Luka Doncic with a fat bottom lip sticking the bottom lip out <laughs> doesn't bum me out. <laughs> 
it doesn't. <laughs> All that build up for that. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Kyrie has played 14 of 19 games for his new team. Okay, uh-huh. 14 of 19. He's averaging 27.6 points. 6.1 assists and 5.4 rebounds per game. Kyrie Irving, would you say that's productive? Um, He's yes. always productive when he plays. The Mavs are just 7-12 overall <laughs> in games that he plays in 6-6. Six and six. Okay, in games Irving has played in with Luka Doncic. Well, and they're absolutely in danger of, of missing the play-in entirely. It's really bad. And Luka Doncic is like, he's, he's not acting like himself. Okay, so can I just say right now, the whole Kyrie Irving effect, where's he going to go after Dallas? Who's going to really bring him in? Stop and think about this for a minute. Because he's been on how many teams that he's ruined? Um, uh, well, let's see. Boston, uh, Brooklyn. I, I, I'm just saying, nobody. This is going to be... Uh, you know the answer is the Lakers. This is going to be fascinating. You know the Lakers are going to bring It's got to be the Lakers. I think that might be the only place that he could actually just be productive out there and win. Just to be safe. Again. Because I know they were mentioned and linked to him in a potential trade offer. I don't really want the Suns to get Kyrie Irving. Do you? Like, can we just you remember? You don't want the Suns? I don't want the Suns getting Kyrie. No. Yeah, but you, you remember that came up a couple days before what? the KD trade. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm just no. saying, let's kind of no. get rid of that idea if it's no. even out there. No way do we want Let Kyrie him to go. Irving. He can go to the Lakers or wherever he wants to go. You like, suddenly have Luka Doncic walking around. Somebody who everyone describes him as is super happy and laughing all the time. A guy who's really positive. He's walking around like he's down in a hole. It's possible since the NBA ran out of technical fouls to rescind for him that they've just cloned Luka, <laughs> and you're you seeing the, the cloned Luka. Well, how often totally do you see that. a situation, well, this team really needs a win, but their best player has 16 technical fouls. We'll just rescind it yeah. without really giving a reason why we're rescinding it. By yes. the way, I, I just want to clarify one thing that I said because it's even better. The Mavs are 7-12 and 12 overall in the 19 games that Kyrie Irving has been with them. Okay. 7-12. Six and six in games Irving is played in. But what's so funny? When Luca and Irving play together, they're three and seven. <laughs> that is better. <laughs> that was worth going to break horribly they're late. Three and seven. All right, we come back. Uh, more, <laughs> more comments from new Cardinals head coach Jonathan Gannon. This one specifically on the quarterback position. What are they doing about <laughs> Kyler Murray or about the guys behind Kyler Murray? He spoke about it today. We'll get into it next. Wolf, you have about two minutes to compose yourself. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. I mean, that's bad. Wolf and Luke Middays, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, final segment of the show. The owners' meetings over at the Biltmore. Dude. Just down the street. We should have just gone over there and sat down and 
pull out a microphone and be like, hey, guys, what's going on? Get an espresso. Yeah. <sighs> when have you ever had one shot of espresso? Um, never. Okay. <laughs> never, as what, a matter of what's fact. What's the lowest you would ever My do? Dr- I, I'm actually going to meet somebody, a good buddy of mine named Corey. I'm going to meet him at Star, uh, Starbucks. Can I say that? Is that payola? It's not payola. No, I don't so. think so. You didn't get, get anything out of it. it. It's not like anyone gives me that. No, in fact, um, you're paying them. No, uh, but I'm going there, and I'm going to get a five-shot venti americano. <laughs> That'll fire you up. That's the Trust wolf drink right that. there. Oh, here we go. Well, I, I was out there at uh, Media Row when when you had you had your coffee. Yeah. You had your second coffee. Totally. And somebody stopped by totally <laughs> and gave you your five-shot Americano. And you're like, well, I guess I'm drinking this, too. Yes. It's a lot of coffee. Yeah, it is. Fire you up. Jonathan Gannon, if I had five shots of espresso, I wouldn't sleep until 2027. I drank 18 cups of coffee before a game at one point. In my career. That's what I did. Boom, 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 boom. Hammer. Ah. Now, they're the littler white styrofoam cups. Yeah, but still. But, you know. How do you move? Oh, man. Well, you know, you, you got to make sure you you go to the men's room first before you go 18 cups of coffee. Yeah. Oh, you're on fire. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, Hair so. on fire. Here's uh, Jonathan Gannon. Out at the owners' meeting, and uh, and they asked him about Kyler. Look, this is this is, and you said this yesterday. This is the biggest question for the Cardinals, and probably something that's getting in the way of them being able to really do uh, what they want to do in terms of executing an offseason plan. Is the fact that you don't know when your quarterback is coming back. It's going great. He's um, he's doing well. I know he was in Dallas checking with a surgeon the last week, but uh, he's in there, you know, every day working on his working on his rehab, and I think he's ready to get to the next phase. And like I said, Kyler's been great. He's attacked his rehab he's doing everything that he needs to do and uh he's chopping at the bit to get back yeah that is awesome right there did anyone follow up on that with a question in regard to have you given him any type of indicator as to what kind of schemes you're going to run no did they anyone did not. follow that up <laughs> they, they did not but they have you issued playbooks they did ask him about a timeline, which is not your question, but it's at least a follow-up question. Yeah, not really concerned with a timeline, honestly. I mean, like I said, there's a long time before we line up and play a game, but when Kyler is fully ready to play mentally and physically, that's when he'll play. So I I don't put timelines on guys uh, coming back from injuries. I really don't do that because you're always wrong when you do that. Uh, so whenever he's ready to play, he'll play. You know, he brings up a lot of great points in there, Wolf, about putting timelines on stuff like this. So with that said, let's put a timeline on something like this. Okay, great. If he said until he's fully physically and mentally ready to play, yeah, I don't even know why, but I'm going after week three. Okay. Um, I said it a long time ago, and I'll continue to say it. Middle of September. Middle of, okay, so that's Middle like week, of September. That's like week two or week three. Yeah. I'm going to say. I I, I'm going to say he's going to miss two. Whew, I hope you're right. I, I know. It changes the whole season hey, if listen, you're right. Hey, listen, it's very, very optimistic. I understand that. But he's a young guy. He's a young guy, and he's rehabbing it. He's working really, really hard. And today's medicine, man, is not the medicine when I was around. What they do, the ACL especially, is not the herbinger of sorrows as it once was. It's not even close. Um, I cannot tell you how many guys, running backs that used to blow their ACL out back in 1985, 1990, 1995. Okay, I'm so sorry. We'll see you in your I'm next so career. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It's they did come back and play, but I don't know if you could say they were ever the same. 
No. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's not that anymore, which is good. I'm still going to go. I'll go October. I think we'll see him in October. And that's okay. a much bigger range because that's probably, I mean, the schedule's not out yet. So I'm trying to piece together what that's probably about week four, five, six, seven. This is going to be in that range. So I'll yeah, say, that's, I'll say that. I, I would say that's pretty safe. But October. If, he, if, he, if he comes back when you are hoping, I'm not going to say predicting, but just the no, yeah. if, he's, if he's back by week three, does that not change the entire perception of this season? Should you at that <laughs> point not be, I'm not saying going all in and making crazy deals. But shouldn't your focus at that point, if Kyler Murray only misses two games, be, well, let's try and win? Yeah, the problem is, Luke, uh, the hay's in the barn already at that point in time. You don't know that he's going to be back when I'm hoping that he's going to be back. The hay's in the barn in terms of, hey, we we went out in free agency and we brought guys in based on where we thought Kyler might be. Yeah. And we didn't know if Kyler was going to be ready when Wolfley was saying he's going to be ready. <laughs> they should just or use when that Luke as their time said table. he was going to be ready. You know, true. We gave you, you the full don't range. know. And because of that, you don't know if he's going to experience any, ki- any kind of setback whatsoever. And because of that, that's why you can't make hard plans that are outside the draft. I just want to be clear. Is hay being in the barn, is that a bad thing or a good thing? It's a good thing. The hay is already in the barn. Okay. Hey, you've never bailed hay, have you? <laughs> you've, do, do you not only have I never hay, bailed hay, I've never been asked if I've never bailed hay before. Uh, Basinonians, if you've ever bailed hay, you know exactly what I'm talking about. First of all, you've got to get the hay off the ground. Get it off the ground, and it's got to be dry. You don't want to. You don't want wet hay. Well, that's just like mowing that. a lawn. That's that's a nightmare scenario. Get it off the ground. You got to get it bailed. And where do you want it? You want it in the barn. You want it already in the barn. The hay is in the barn. The hard work, in other words, is over. It's over. Everything's done. We're going to be fine. Our animals are going to be fine because the hay is in the barn already. And it's been a good year. Hay in the barn is, yeah. But in this case, not a great thing. Because it means if Kyler Murray comes back, you've already built a roster that's somewhat conducive well, to not I, knowing I'm if he's coming right back. I'm saying right now, you don't know you don't. when you're building the roster right now. This would have been so much easier if Kyler Murray just didn't get hurt. Even if they lost all the games that they lost last year, if he just didn't get hurt. Luke, just Google, hey, is in the barn. <laughs> just go I just Google got a full it, lesson okay? on that and punctuation I mean, in the last hour of the show. Are you kidding? All right, we're leaving. Um, thanks to Jesse Morris and Lauren Koval behind the glass for Wolf. I'm Luke. We got Burns and Gibbo next on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. It's a process, but I wouldn't say the hay is in the barn.